Hey yo, it's your boy Mo back here in the overtime. Uh, I brought, of course, my right hand man. What you got going on? What up, y'all? It's Cam. Appreciate y'all tuning back in to episode three. Yeah. Um, if you guys didn't know, September is uh, cancer. Uh, excuse me, childhood cancer month, and uh, that of course that's near and dear to me. Um, I was diagnosed with cancer back in May of like 2016. Uh, it hasn't been too far away, but far enough. But yeah, it's always near and dear to my heart. Um, of course, you don't you do philanthropy or something like that? Yeah, so I'm the philanthropy philanthropy chair down here for our fraternity. And uh, one of our big things is childhood cancer. We do something um, every year for where we like to raise a lot of money and give back to the childhood uh, cancer center in Atlanta. That's dope. That's dope. It's always good to hear that. I feel like it's under under uh, appreciated and under like not underappreciated, but like under talked about really in everyday life. Like kids don't decide to get cancer. It's not something you choose. And and um, if you guys didn't know, like the, like when it comes down to government funding, it's one of the lowest things on their to do list. Really, to, is to provide help to um, kids with childhood cancer. So if you guys ever get a chance to donate or something like that go do that and um for me personally like uh i go to this camp sunshine uh it's a camp out of atlanta georgia uh they're based out of decatur but they have um multiple different venues around the atlanta area and um they raise money for kids and they take them out they like to help them get away from uh, the city help them put on like um this uh like this venue help them like get away from that cancer type feel, help them feel like their kids again and get and give them tools to help them along their way. And uh, it helped me a lot when I got diagnosed and it, and I love I love all those people over there. I love them so much. And uh, yeah, so do what you can. Um, uh, of course, give when you can. If you can't give, then go to a hospital. Just go and visit kids because um, I know some parents don't have and some family members aren't always in town and always in present there. So, yeah, do what you can. Uh, either way, we love you guys. Yeah, so today's episode, we're kind of talking about friendships. Um, this one's kind of been sitting heavy on me a little bit. I've been really relying on my friends here recently for a lot of advice throughout throughout my life recently. Um, something that, like, really sparked my mind when, we, when I was thinking about friendships it's kind of like uh, having the real ones that will hold you accountable. That's uh, the ones that will be able to call you out on your BS or call you out when you're you're acting up or not acting the way you should be. And I think that's really something that I've been like looking for more in friendships as I get older is people that will like won't sugarcoat it as much and will like be real with me or be straight up. Yeah, I definitely get that. Like, um, like I don't know what I people say a quote all the time like somebody that's just standing by. While something is happening, is just as accountable as somebody that's that is that is there, like actively helping with the doing it. And so, like, um, for example, like what you said with the um, with friends and hold, having them hold me accountable. Like, I've really been critical of like critiquing my friends, like in my mind, like who is actually my friend, because like that's something I want and that's something I need along this journey of life. And as I grow, get older, like. That's something I really need. Um, yeah, definitely. I definitely think it's harder to find those friendships nowadays. Um, 
the ones that will like keep it real, keep it one hundred with you, because everyone wants to just kind of uh, fall in, fall into the going with the flow and just like be accustomed to like their presence on social media and kind of just not be themselves. I feel like, and yeah. I feel like uh, that's something that's really taken over with our generation, with like the social media era, mm-hmm. and how. Obviously, we didn't live in the era before, but that's just kind of how it seems from our perspective moving moving in with it. Yeah, like, uh, they are going with the flow on, like, being what everybody else is being. Like, mm-hmm. that's what now I look for these days. I don't like people that are like other anybody else. Like, I, I want somebody to be themselves around me 100% and be who they are 100%. And I know it's tough to do sometimes, especially when people have, like, these quirky little things, like... But like being yourself is what what I what I want in a friend, and somebody who's gonna call me out and hold me accountable for if I do some stupid, yeah. something stupid. And I definitely think, like with them being themselves around you, like having people that I feel like I can be myself around, like my true self. I don't have to like feel like I have to put on a persona or put on a different pair of shoes to be around someone. Like I can just be myself and walk in, in my own path with these people and I think that's a huge part about like who I keep in my circle these days yeah and for me I've been really like like holding court in my head of like taking taking like um what's the word I just lost it but taking really account for my friends and how they treat me like who they are around me like are they here and when I need them like are they gonna answer when I call them and all that other stuff like I try I've been doing that recently, like, the last probably, like, a year or two. And you really know, like, you, sometimes you get so lost and caught up in the everyday stuff and, like, oh, going out, like, oh, we just do this and do that. But, like, if you just sit down and think about, like, your friends, you can really, like, some people that are with you every day really aren't your friends. Like, and that's tough to do, especially if, you, if you've been around that person for so long, but they, just, but they haven't been adding to your value. They, and or they haven't been taken away, but they really haven't been doing anything for you. It's been just about the, about the time and the place. Cause like once you go somewhere else, they're they're probably not gonna be your friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely made me think. Like when you're saying if they'd be for there for you, like if they're like always flaking. Cause like one of my big quotes is like, everybody's got time. It just depends what number you are on their their priority list. Oh yeah, it's all about priorities. Everybody has time to are they they will make time if if you mean that to them. If you mean that you're worth their time, they'll make time to make it happen to see you to go eat with you if you're both actively pursuing that. Yeah. And um um one thing that actually like are you able is like are you able to cut get to the point to where like you can cut friends off if like if they're not, if they're not there for you, or they're not holding up to your friendship standards, Ooh, that's a pretty tough one. Um, not really cut them off, but not really like engage in like your active behavior that you've been doing in the past, like that type of stuff. Yeah, I definitely think um, I would spend less allotted time with that person if if I feel like they're making me feel some kind of way about the friendship, or like we're not aligning with our values or morals or just how we like go about anything really if, mm-hmm. if our mindset's kind of butt heads almost and they're they're interfering with either like my mental peace or my discipline as we talked about on the last podcast like discipline is one of my number one priorities and if someone is interfering with my routine my schedule then then I don't need to be with that person because my discipline is what gives me my freedom 
And if someone's interfering with that, that that's something that, that I can't value anymore. That friendship, I just, I just got to cut it off at some point. Yeah. And, like, I was thinking about this. I don't know how good this is going to line up with the, the friends conversation, but, like, um, but like God in the Bible, he had disciples. And those disciples always didn't, like, didn't always do their do what he said or or like listen to him like when God said you're gonna deny me three times like he was like there's no way I could ever do that and then he did it and so mm-hmm. I think being a friend is learning like when to for- forgive and forget and like being a friend is learning how when to like how to apologize and being able to move on when a friendship like if you do something you should like whether it's man female like you should be able to come like person to person be able to apologize yeah. and just move on like uh, I got a few I got a few things on my list like I just want to get over with a couple friends of mine like just sit down and have a good conversation and like apologize for some stuff and just move on mm-hmm. like that's that's what because uh, we like we as a human race are better when we engage and better when we bounce ideas off each other better together collectively than we are like individuals yeah and the first thing on like what you just said is like I'm not sure if this is the same story, but there was one of the disciples that was denying Jesus, and it was because he was following at a distance behind him. Yeah. But if you're up close with them, you I know the story. It's, it's hard to deny them at that point. Yeah. Cause you're right there with them, so um, I think it also has to do with how close you might be with those friends, and whether you're right there beside them or if you're following from a distance. Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple friends like. Friendship is very, a uh, very interesting thing. Cause if you're a real friend, like you, I couldn't see you in like two years. But once you're here, like it's, it's, it's like we pick up where we never. Yeah, we can, off. we can bro down still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then another thing that you said, uh, when you're talking, that made me think is like being able, like when you said sit down and just like kick it, have a good conversation, like bounce ideas, like being able to take uh, criticism constructively is huge, huge yeah. part of friendships. Um, and if you don't have that that tight bond that you might think you have, that that person might get upset, might get personal. But if you look at it from a constructive criticism, and that person really does have good intentions for you and what they're saying, I mean, that's huge. That's huge to hold you accountable. All goes back to what I said about being accountable, like being able to take what they said, not take it personally, and evaluate it, and maybe even implement it if you think that's that might be the best path for you moving forward. But at least you have that person there. To put that idea in your mind to make you reevaluate maybe your situation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm always ev- evaluating myself too and putting myself under a lot of stress to do the right thing when it comes to my friends and and that's why I like being I like being a good friend and I like good friends too. But of course you got to be one to have one. And so um, just making sure like all oh, the bros are good. Like I offer like I offer hey do you need some money when I have money to give. You need to ride somewhere like this, that, and the other. But then you have to look at are are they there for when I'm struggling, mm. or, and this, that, and the other. And um, just having that open relay, that open line of like, I need you, you need me, me, and this, and this, that, and the other. I got friends right now. If I call them up, I said I need twenty dollars. They'll give it to me if I really needed it. Mm. And um, they're still in college, and and I don't talk to them very often. But every now and then, we just we just pick up the phone, have a FaceTime. This, that, and the other. Oh, that's right. I literally had fun, one friend today. Like, one friend when I was at work. Like, he's such a good friend of mine. I literally, like, I had a couple of tables at work. And I, like, and I was in a spot to where, like, I was pretty slow. 
the other day. I literally went outside on FaceTime with him for like twenty minutes at work while I was on the clock, cause like that's my bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I know he's probably listening. What's up, Josh? Yeah. So I don't talk to him very often. He's like, man, we don't talk enough. Don't this, that, and the other. But we literally sat down, went back and forth, like, um, and just said we need to link up some more and. Maybe we can drive this, made plans, this, that, and the other, yeah. t- caught up on family and stuff like that. So I love those type of, I love those type of uh, friendships and relationships when you can really like, when you can really count on people. And and, and in this whole time, like you said earlier, social media is really, really hard. Like I was telling somebody else a while ago, it's really hard to find good people. Like people like that will forgive, people that will be there for you. People that will not judge you or criticize you. Um, people that will a- uh, ask if you're okay, yeah. like, to be real with you. And people that won't go behind your back, too. Yeah, and that's all stuff that I look for, f- look through with friends. I'm, I'm guessing you look for the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and so kind of like with these friendships we've kind of been talking about today and, like, what we really uh, look for in these friendships, I definitely think those are huge aspects of our life, like, real big for our mental health, real big for our social well-being and feeling, like, included in a friend group, I think is a really big part of just who we are and how, like, we're wired as humans. Just having those people we can talk to, get out our feelings, put out our thoughts, share ideas is is massive to be able to uh, communicate, to express yourself. Okay. And I think without those, like, we definitely struggle just within ourselves only listening to our own voice all the time yeah definitely and there needs like i'm i'm big into like balance and so sometimes like a lot of times i see around a lot of times i listen to myself and you're on the internet like sometimes you need to be your own friend before you're a good friend so so what do you want from yourself and then what do you want from other people so like give that to yourself and then give to other people because mm. when you're so busy giving to other people it's draining yeah, it is. It is draining because I used to be that guy. Like I used to try to do my best to like be a good friend because I wanted friends. But then I need to be. But then I had to draw back and be a good friend to myself, and um, learn to take care of yourself and do all these other things for yourself. Learn to listen and take advice from yourself, and 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 all those things. Communicate with yourself. Like it's weird. Like that's communicating with yourself is a big, is a big thing. Yeah, I definitely agree. I was listening to a. Uh can't remember if it was a podcast or if I saw it on YouTube the other day, but it was kind of talking about this um, pretty pretty wealthy guy, and he was talking about his like daily routine and how he wakes up at like 4 a.m. and he does all this stuff in the morning, like he meditates, he prays, he eats, he goes to the gym, and then he starts his work day at like 10, but he does all that as soon as he wakes up, and so they were asking him like, why do you get up so early to do all that? And his answer was, and this has been impr- imprinted in my brain since, but I have to serve myself and serve my mental health before I can serve others to my fullest capability. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was huge. And that's something I've tried to really implement in my life is, you know, in the mornings, making sure I take care of myself and get my mind right for the day. That way, when I go to teach or do whatever it is that I can be my fullest potential to serve others and give them my all and full attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's kind of like a, sometimes like, um, sometimes when serving your friends, like when you're in a bad place, but you serve your friends still, it feels like good. Like even if you're not in a good place, sometimes 
again, I think this is all part of balance. But sometimes when you're in a really bad place and you just and you do something good for someone else, like one of your friends, it's really enlightening to your uh, to yourself. And so, when I've had a bad day and one of my friends like, "Oh, can you drive me over here?" Like, no problem. Like that feels like it literally enlightens and spreads my and like makes my day better to mm-hmm. to make sure my friends are good. Like, make sure you're doing well. Like, when we sit down and have a good conversation. And one time is that all these business people on, on the internet are talking about how, like, you are who your friends are. Mm, yeah. And you are who your closest five friends are. Yeah, and one guy was like, if I can't make money with you, then I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, that's, uh, that is a little rough, and that's a little tough. But, like, but if I can't, if I'm not making steps to, to become a better version of me, and I, can, and I can't, and you're not acceptable to that, uh, or acceptable to yourself becoming, or me helping you as well, then uh, that's pretty tough. I, and and for me, I can't. I don't know if I could just cut you off, but we can't just be close friends if we can't help each other along this journey in life, um, become better human beings, and and really support each other. Yeah, and the thing with you saying like it's brutal, kind of, but like also if you're you're not hanging around with people that don't really. Uh, maybe not necessarily have goals aligned with yours, but you got to be hanging around people that have goals, that have big dreams, big aspirations. Yeah, sure. One of, one of my big thing is, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on episode two, but recently I read The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. A great book, highly recommend it to anyone out there trying to get more discipline in their life or if you're uh, in any kind of business, I highly recommend it. But the main thing was, that I took away from it that I've started to implement in my life is you got to write your goals 10 times as high as you want to achieve. So that way you've set the bar 10 times higher than you think is realistic. So they're super unrealistic. But even if you fall short of those goals that you wrote, they're already 10 times higher than expectations in reality. So if you fall short, you're still probably 2x and 3x and 4x and they're realistic realistic goals you would have set mm-hmm. and so that's been a big thing i've implemented i have about 10 goals I keep it in my wallet look at it every day and they're just super unrealistic goals that i i strive to achieve and mm-hmm. you know if i fall short that's okay but at least i'm going to be way better off than i would have been if i set goals that i think i can easily achieve mm-hmm. it gives me a challenge it gives me something to pursue mm-hmm. and i think that's been a big part of my motivation this year do you do you expect your friends to hold to to set goals? Like, do you set goals for your friends? Like, like, um, do you guys talk about goals? Do you like, do like your friends like, oh, I want to do this in this amount of years, and like, then you're like, oh yes, I expect you to do that. Like, like if you need me, are you are are you are, are you on that type of? Yeah, so me and some of my closest friends, definitely, I've, I've shared these goals with them. I mean, I think a big part of that, too, is uh, speaking it into existence. I believe we also talked about it on episode two. Like, if I, I got to say it and I got to believe it, I got to thank it to be able to, to achieve it. And if I'm not sharing those goals with my friends, how can I expect to be held accountable besides myself? Because mm-hmm. I always have myself accountable, but, you know, sometimes you have those bad days, you have those unwell times where you need some people to fall back on and hold you disciplined, hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely a huge thing. But I also think I like to set goals for my friends. Sometimes if I, if I think they can do something and then more, more along comes with something they tell me, if they tell me they want to do something, I'm like, yeah, I expect you to do that. So 
I'm, I'm going to be checking up on you. I'm going to make sure you do that. Yeah. Yeah, and I um one thing I have learned along this like college and everything journey is that yeah, everybody not be everybody not be might not be your friend and and even the people around you might not be your friends and but like you learn from something from every single person you come in contact with whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And and you can learn something from everyone. So you need to be so me I really look to learn lessons through other people how stories they tell of of situations they've been in situations they've heard and so on and so on so that I can I put that in the back of my head and like keep that in my everyday like when I hear that again I'm like oh well this person did this or like this person did that or like stuff like that like that's what I feel like that's what along this finding friends you can literally learn a lot along this journey yeah I agree for sure. I definitely think um, what you talked about with like learning from others is like we're lifelong learners. That's something we've definitely been uh, preached and harped upon in the education field is like you never stop learning. And like besides school, outside of school, like you're consistently learning every day. You're learning new skills, learning about people, learning tendencies. I mean, just, just anything you can think about that you're acquiring information, whether it's sensory or thoughts, like you're always learning. You can always be taking those as positive or negative experiences to kind of shape how you go about things, shape yourself, your perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one quick thing is you can learn something. Like, again, you can learn something from everybody, including your enemies. Like, mm. I learned something from uh, Eric Thomas, one of, one of the people I listen to all the time, great motivational speaker and, uh, and life and life coach and stuff like this. Uh, he was talking about how he was at the table with Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett said he had been reading Forbes nineteen eighty two, uh, like report or something. He's like, why you, why you, um, why you? He's asking why you read now. He said, he said like success doesn't have a timestamp. Like you can learn people from from people having success all over the time. And he said after he read that, I don't know if this is word for word, but he bought Coca Cola, and he raised a penny. And then he made over like millions of dollars off of raising it one penny hmm. because there's like 10 million bottles or something like that crazy sold per day. That's so, wild. like, learning from your enemies, learning from the past, learning from your friends, yeah. like, learning from people, just people and friends in general, enemies and friends. Like, it's a big thing. Yeah, that kind of makes me think about another one of the quotes that I, that I have up on my wall, and it's like, um, um, move in silence, never let them know your next step. Because if you never, if they never know your next step, they can never prepare a defense. Yeah, yeah. You never, never let you know them next to your step because there's plenty of people out there that say you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And that's a that brings me to another one where it's like, um, never, uh, never uh, overshare too early. Because if you if you overshare something that um, you might believe or ha- is gonna happen or that like you're expecting. You know, you might be not necessarily jinxing yourself, but like, you could have people like plot on your downfall. You know, so mm-hmm. so don't share don't share your good information until it's concrete. Till yeah. you know it's there for sure. That's a big fact. Big fact. Uh, I got one. Uh, I got one big question. I just thought of um, when it comes to friend. Okay, so you look for all that stuff in friendships. Like for me personally, like on the journey of finding, because I'm single. You gotta find a girlfriend every soon. I guess. I mean, that's what life tells you soon. Maybe, 
Like God, Tom, we're so young in our 20s. Yeah, hopefully in the next, like, 10, 20 years, you know. But, uh, like, um, I was looking at Chunks. Chunks, and, and he was in the room. He, of course, is all, like, well, if you guys have ever watched Chunks in Philly on um, YouTube, like, the girl that he came in, he's, like, um, it's called uh, Speed Dating or whatever, and she came in, she's, like, I like a good best friend for life. And the dude was, like, man, forget this. And just walked out because it's all like comedy and stuff like that, just for show. But like, if you really take that to heart, like, a good best friend would be the would be the best thing ever. Yeah. Like, if you can find those things that we name when it comes to reliability, trustworthiness, like being able to hold people accountable, like those type of things, you shouldn't just be looking at your friends. Like, look at your partner, whether it's a whether it's man, female, whatever. Like you should be looking, looking for that in your significant other, not just your friends. Yeah. And so what I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's huge. I definitely think like, on personal experience, like some of the best relationships I've been in is someone that I can consistently hang out with day in and day out, and never once get tired of being with them. And I think I think that goes for friendships too with your with your bros. Like, you can always be hanging out with them. Like sometimes, obviously, you might need a break, but um. Just people that you don't get tired of hanging around. You don't get tired of hearing their opinions, and you can mm-hmm. just be open and honest, and you want to share that good news, and you want to share that bad news and get advice. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's huge just to be able to be open and be yourself and not get tired of being yourself around people. Because mm-hmm. some people are draining. Some yeah. people what? some people take away from, yeah. from who you are and make you feel mentally drained and feel like you can't open up, and they feel like when you do sh- overshare, they just kind of like are ignoring you or like yeah. they get tired of hearing yeah. that. Yeah, and you and definitely hear that like in, especially if you're like in a personal, like a like an open setting, social setting, you mm-hmm. can definitely see those people that are like, I don't really want to hear that right now. Yeah. Like this, and that hurts, it's tough. But yeah, I've been, I, I try to hold me personally, I try to hold everybody to the same standard and it's a high standard. Just like you said, the 10X rule, I, I, I hold people to a pretty high standard. Mm-hmm. And when you fall short of that, you're still pretty good, but like me, I like to have like I'm uh, like I said in the last thing, I like to search for perfection. And if you fall short, then you're still like really, really good. Mm-hmm. And so I like to hold my friends to the same accountability that I like to hold like girls that I meet, or like girls that I want to talk to, or girls that I'm talk or in future talking to. Like, like I want to hold them to that same standard. Mm-hmm. Like, no one is no one on this earth is 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 um, is under some special clause or like some mm-hmm. of this, some of that when it comes to, when it comes to how you treat people, how you treat me, yeah. and how you treat my friends. And I would definitely too. expect them to hold me to that same. Oh yeah, as well. yeah. If I'm ever offbeat, I expect you to, expect you to say something. Yeah, coming back to the accountability. Yeah, and I expect us to be able to sit down and talk about, it, and sit down and be able to talk through it and be able to, and be able to walk through it, understanding each other, yeah. and. Uh, whether it's a friend or more than a friend, like, yeah. like that all that all falls in line. People in general, like friends in general, friendships, people, all line underline a big, 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 big part of my life and hold them to a good standard. Yeah, and something that like you made me think of bringing up the, like the relationship aspect is just like be mature about situations because not everything's gonna be wholly good or wholly bad. But, like, there will be the bad times and with the good times. And just being able to be mature and talk through and work through anything that pops up, whether it's a significant other or a friend, like, just being able to be mature and talk through things, I think is a huge part of 
good relationships and good friendships as well. Yeah. Yeah, big, big thing, like... Um, not being petty almost. Yeah, just just, just sitting down and being mature about mm-hmm. it. And, and mature is another one of those, uh, one of those de- uh, descriptions or, or a thing, qualities. qualities you look for in, in friends and significant others. And um, I was at work, and I was, um, when it comes to the significant other thing, I was at work, and she was like, and this girl just broke up with her boyfriend like four days ago. And I was like, oh, so like, so like, um, how'd you do it or blah, 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 this. And eventually she came down to like, oh, I knew this was coming. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, so y'all only been dating for like a few months. And she was like, nah, we've been dating for like two and a half years. And I'm like, like, I feel like I hear that too often. These I, days. I know I hear, I've been hearing it for the past, like. I just graduated, so four or five years, and I've been here, and it's just crazy, like, like another quality or something to look for in friends. People that don't waste my time, mm. like my time is valuable, like, like it's it, and it, and and sorry if it, if it, it like it gets those people up, but like sometimes my t- my my time is more valuable than than you because you're not using my time valuably, and sometimes I just have to walk away or step away, and because. After being diagnosed with cancer, as we talked, I talked about earlier. Like, I really I can die any minute now. Like, I know people that have have had, that have had. They like to take the five year period after you've been diagnosed with cancer, and they say anything after that is a new cancer. And so I've had people get outside that time, outside that five years, and get new ones. And I've had people within that five years get new ones. I've had friends pass away, and like I know my time is valuable on this earth, and like I try not to waste my time. Yeah, it happens during my, maybe if I, I, like, I try not to waste my own time, and I, and I really don't like when people waste my time, and when I hear stuff like that, I don't like my friends wasting my time either, so when I hear people like that, like, say that, that's just, it really, like, it really throws me off, like, it really, it really gets on my nerves. Yeah, I definitely, um, this past year of my life, like I said in uh, episode two, I've kind of had a big perspective change, and like I've definitely became uh, way more religious this past year, my senior year of college, and over the summer. And one of the like first things I say every morning, I pray and I, I say thank you God for giving me the chance today to make choices, because you know any any time He could take that chance away from us to be able to make those choices we make, those millions of choices we make every day. Yeah. And I'm just, I make sure I thank him and I'm appreciative of the opportunity to, you know, go about my day, make choices yeah. and have, have the free will and live in this great country that we have to be, be able to do what we want for yeah. the most part. Yeah. And, um, I say in my, I say that in my prayers as well. And I thank him for everything that he's given me, has given me and will give me cause he's given me too much. Mm. So that's something I say every day. Yeah. Like what you have given me, what you will give me, what you are giving me right now, and because he's given me way too much in my life. We don't, um, res- we don't reserve any of it either. Yeah, yeah, and um, and and one thing I always I came up with, it might be out there on the internet, but most people, most people don't, most people take their opportunities for granted, mm. and you have the, you are blessed with the opportunity to get the opportunity. So so what I think about that is like, most people are like I failed this test. Like so, what you had the opportunity, you mm-hmm. you had the opportunity to come to school, sit down at a desk and take the test. Yeah, you had the opportunity to get an A or a B. Most people like, like people like to say, oh, people in Africa, yeah, 
People in Africa and people in Bangladesh, Haiti, all these poor countries, people right here in the U.S. will be gladly to take that seat from you and have the opportunity to fail or pass that test. Yeah, that was the first thing that like crossed my mind when you said that. Is like when you said, "Oh, I failed that test." Is like you have the opportunity to get a higher level education that I don't know the percentage, but a lot of Americans don't don't get or that don't have the money to afford to go to mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. And I think uh. Not to say I'm all, I'm all good with looking at it from that perspective, but it's definitely something to take in consideration when yeah. you're when you're being a negative about yeah. situations. Yeah, I mean it, to try to look at the positive side of it and look at the opportunities you've been given in the situation. Yeah, and definitely I like pos- I like uh, when it comes to relating back to friends. I like people that are positive. I don't like negative. I like uh, Debbie Downers, as you say, or some people say. I don't like those people. Like those people really get on my nerves. Like. I like to be positive. And every situation that you've been in, there's been a positive thing. And even with death, like, positive. Like, I say all the time. Like, I've said before, like, like if I die right now, like, I ain't got to pay no taxes. <laughs> like, I ain't got to go to school. But, like, I mean, that's just that's just my mind. Like, I refuse to look at stuff so negative these days because so much in this world is just is negative. And people like to take it that way. But, like, we have so many opportunities um, other than the school part. Like, people, like... Like, Andrew Tate says, like, sorry for people that don't like him, but uh, he, some of the stuff he does say is right, but we won't give him that for right, for right now. But once, once he says, um, he says, oh, we talk about this and that and the other. We complain about, oh, you had a flat tire, but, like, you're living, you're, it's a first world problem. Yeah, you're driving a car. You dri- yeah, you're driving a car. You're not walking 30 miles for water. And people like to, people like to say that. And, I mean, people like to over over like oh just that blows over your head but like you where you are for your reason and like you lucky that you're not in this other in these other situations yeah and you're blessed truly blessed really to that you're not in those other situations and have the opportunity to to do to listen to this podcast like give five bucks to somebody else and like uh on uh in america or someone outside of america and they'll be glad to take your money for spotify or anything else and use it Use it in a whole different other opportunity. Yeah. You bringing that up, uh, the walking to water kind of reminded me of this book I read. So, like I said, I'm an education major, so we read a lot of, like, young adolescent literature in uh, some of our English classes. And I recently read this book called A Long Walk to Water, <laughs> as you oh. said. And um, it's by a child's author. It's for, like, middle school-aged children. But I believe it's nonfiction. If I can recall, it's nonfiction. And... There were these tribes out, I believe it was in southern Africa, where they would literally walk all day till midday to get water, fill up buckets, and walk all day back with it. And they would be having teenagers do it. And yeah. then to come back to their mothers so that they could cook while they were tending to the babies and their fathers were out hunting and gathering with the male children. Mm-hmm. So it was young, middle-aged, teenage girls walking miles, barefoot, hot, super hot uh, weather just to get water to survive for basic needs to bathe to eat and it's when you kind of put that into perspective it's kind of crazy the uh opportunities and how fortunate we are Mm -hmm. yeah and and, uh one one last thing before we get out of here like um uh one what what, i forgot et's et's right hand man his name is inky johnson that's Mm -hmm. right and i saw all over the internet people reposting it and he's like most cats overlook the the that and um, take for granted that uh, he says 
making it home every day. Yeah. Most a lot of people out here leave the house and don't make it home. And and you got to, you got to, you got to you got to um you got to take that into account. You got to count your blessings. You got to you got to make sure you're doing you got to make sure you're doing right and doing the best that you can do every day. Yeah. And um if y'all don't if y'all don't know Inuki's story, definitely go listen to one yeah. of his uh his YouTube channel. He uh, has a magnificent magnificent story about how he was about to be a first round draftee and he came around with a life ending injury that changed his life for the better. And um, at least that's how he puts it out. That's how he sees it. And now he's motivating other people to have a positive perspective on stuff like that. Yeah. So, hey, you guys tune in. We appreciate you guys tuning in today. Uh, just remember, take uh, critique your friends, critique yourself, hold them to a standard, hold yourself to a standard. Uh, keep grinding. Be the best. We're all work in progress. Uh, no one is better than anybody else. And um, keep grinding out here. We love you guys. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Follow us on the gram, um, the dot open tab. Uh, it's all love all the time for me and my boy right here. What you what you got for him? Yeah, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Definitely leave us any uh, criticism, constructive criticism, thoughts, anything, any topics you'd like to hear. Just let us know. We're we're all ears. We're we're trying to figure out this thing. So yeah, just let us know because we're all ears and we'd love to hear some feedback on the pod. Yeah, well, again, what's always appreciate you. Always good to have you over. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all having me.